Oh, <laughs> 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 All right, let me see. Let me see. All right, bet. Ready? Yeah. This is Raymond Boone. 2023 NFL Draft Prospect from Bowie State University. And now listen to Piss and Push Sports Talk Radio. You are now tuned in to Pits and Push Sports Talk Radio. Hey, hey, we back. Pits and Push Sports Talk Radio. What is it, Push? Season three. Episode 13 with Raymond Boone. With who? Hey, 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 It's going down. We missed y'all. Y'all missed us. Season 3, episode 13. It's your boy Pitts. With boy Push on the line. Listen, we got a good one for him today, baby boy. What you got? We got Raymond Boone. Hey, listen. For those, for those that don't know, please let them know. Just give them a brief synopsis of who Raymond Boone is. Brief synopsis, man. We got a, a CIAA All-Rookie in 2019. We got a CIAA champion, 2019-2021. He's a future pro prospect. Matter of fact, he getting picked up. We're going to speak that into existence, man. This man is also going to the HBCU Legacy Bowl 2023. Also, he'll be playing in the FCS National Bowl in Daytona Beach. What you got for him? Pitch. Hey, look, and you was my, you was my, can we say 2021 all-conference player, 2021 HBCU All-Men, 2021 HBCU National Championship, 2022 uh-huh. CIAA All-Conference, 2022 uh-huh. Black College Football Player of the Year candidate, 2022 D2 Top 100 list. It's going Let's down. Go. It's going down. So guess what, folks? Next voice you'll hear on this mic with us. It ain't just going to be pits and push. It's going to be that man, Raymond Boone, coming through. Bless y'all with his presence. Pits and push. Sports Talk Radio. Radio. We back. Pits and push. Sports Talk Radio. Season 3, episode 13. 13. Pits and push on the microphone. We got a special guest. We told y'all it's going down. Y'all thought we was out here playing. Y'all better recognize Bowie State and the potential and the men that they and the women that they bring about. Hey, push. Let's go ahead and get that introduction. Hey, let's first off, we're going to go ahead and give you your your accolades and flowers now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When we talking about boom, we talking about a ball hawk from sideline to sideline. Very physical. (laughs) He could come up and play in the box. He has great hand and eye coordination. He has very soft hands to play on the defense because you know what they say about people on the defense. They can't catch. Well, that's not the case with this guy. This guy is the truth, man, and we would nothing but big things for him coming up. And and I'm going to pass it to Raymond Boone right now. Just do a brief introduction of yourself, bro. Talk to the people. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, First of all, I just want to say thank you for even giving me the opportunity to be on um, which no problem, I do for our program even and even myself individually has been uh, nothing short but great so I just thank y'all for that for one for giving me the opportunity but um yeah I just um been able to 
um, meet a group of guys to help me get to my goal. And um, that's really what it's been since I've been at Bowie State. It's more so of a brotherhood type of thing. One, one hand, hug the other hand, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. The whole time since I've been here, since 2019, you know, I got here from... Uh, the University of Maryland, 2018. I ended up leaving there in 2019, right before the season started. But we stayed open with open doors, you know what I'm saying, open arms. And it was easy for me to adjust here, you know what I'm saying? So since day one, it's been a brotherhood. Everybody's just been pushing me to get better. So uh, that's kind of been my whole, my whole kind of story, you know what I'm saying? I've been progressing every year since I've been here as a person and on the field, so uh, can't thank Bowie State enough for the opportunities, you know what I'm saying? And can't thank Coach Carroll and Coach Wilson, Coach Sue, for the opportunity. I'm going to play here. Nice. Since we on your collegiate career, man, uh, in, in, in your collegiate career, what have you learned most about yourself? Uh, I learned a lot about myself. One thing I learned that um, it takes a lot to have patience. You know what I'm saying? I was the, I was the type of guy where I didn't understand that coming there as a young guy. Um, I wanted things to happen on my time when I wanted it to happen, how I wanted it to happen. But as you get older, you have to understand that everything is always going to play out in your way. So being able to understand that you can have patience and not lean on your own understanding for things that happen. And so that was something that I learned from myself. That I, I, that was a trait that I picked up that I learned from myself. This year, um, but really, it was something that kind of like brought a whole story together. You know what I'm saying? Like my whole 2019 coming in, how I came in, and the way I'm being able to leave, you know what I'm saying? Being able to chase my dreams like, was all about patience. That's cool. And uh, if you had to describe your game in one word or a player, past or present, who would you describe your game to? Um, I would say um, now there are a couple guys who may have similar uh, similarities to me in my game. But um, I just say from day one, I've always watched Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. I always watch guys like Stephon Diggs. You know what I'm saying? When he played defense at Good Council, or just watching Sean Taylor highlights going up. Like, those little guys who I kind of looked up to, more so like, because I watched them so much, that repetition allowed me to have some of the same traits of them. So, I can say that those two guys had a big influence on my football career. That's cool. Did you play wide receiver in high school at all? Because you got some yeah. soft hands, man. You can you can catch it, man. I mean, definitely uh, receiver. Uh, gave me my whole football career. I didn't until I got to college. Sorry, boom. You, uh, you broke up a little bit on that. You broke up a little on that one. So when you said, when he asked you, did you play any high school, uh, did you play wide receiver in high school, what was your response? 
Yeah, I played high school. I played uh, senior high school really much. I really played receiver my whole uh, football career. Okay. And receiver. And I was in my second year playing football. And ever since then, I was really up from there. I was playing all over the field. My main position was receiver up until um, my freshman year of college. I switched to being a primary safety. If, if I could ask you to describe um, your mom in one word, what would that be? I would say resilient. Uh, the type of uh, resiliency that she displayed for me and the things that I know about her and her life, like, that's the only word I can say that can kind of try to sum up everything that she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really a lot of words, but if I was to pick one, I would say resilient. I was saying that I understand, you know, what you mean because, you know, when you're playing football, you're, uh, my mom was my number one cheerleader. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about from whether or not I missed a hole, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't, she felt like I wasn't running the ball hard enough or she felt like I wasn't hitting hard enough. You know, she was that number one cheerleader, that biggest critic, but at the same time, she was my biggest motivation. Being my, she was mm-hmm. my, my biggest motivation, you know, and I watch how you post and it reminds me of her a lot, you know, so I just wanted to figure out, like, if you can describe, of course, we can we can use so many different words to describe, our, you know, our parents or our mothers, but, like, yeah. just with that one, you know, so... But I'm, I want to uh, take a step back a couple minutes, man. Let's, because, you know, when you transferred from University of Maryland and you came over to Bowie State with Coach Wilson, if you can, can you just elaborate the type of um, leadership and the type of man that Coach Wilson is? Because, you know, we love him, man. You know, all the opportunities that he's given us. You know, we watch how young men respond to him. And he's never appeared to us to be an individual who's just doing it to collect a check. Like he truly, he truly genuine cares about the growth and development of the men first, athlete second. Absolutely. Talk about You know what I'm saying? He's not here to really please everybody, but he's here to do the right thing. He's gonna make the right choice. He's not. You're not really gonna see Coach Bush making the wrong decision a lot of times. Uh, most of his decisions are heartfelt, so he is thinking about others when he is making his decisions. That's what makes him uh, the type of the type of guy he is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he puts others first. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what he is, and that's how he carries his business as far as football, coaching. He's uh, been a man, so has all the coach Wilson for everything for. Him. Um, he's never aware of anything. He's always been an upfront guy. Always showed that he can take the extra steps to um, show that without just speaking words, you know what I'm saying? So, a lot of coaches, they'll tell you a lot of things. So, Wilson, the guy, he just more so, let's say the business gets to it, allow you to be yourself, but at the same time, grooming you to be. Uh, the type of person you want to be for yourself. Mm. That's a good description, bro. And um, 
Coach Wilson is a good dude, man. Uh, ever since we, you know, stepped have foot on that campus, um, him, Coach Jack, man, they welcomed us with open arms and they treat us like family, man. And we forever indebted to, to him, Coach Wilson, and the Bowie State family just for accepting us and allow us, allowing us to do the things that we do up there. We really appreciate it. And uh, we love to do what we do for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, and with that being said, man, um, I know this was, you know, you played your last, you know, not your last collegiate game, but your last game as a as a bulldog. Can you take us through some of those emotions uh, of that last game, uh, of how you felt? I mean, that last, that last game, I didn't, I only played a play. So, it was really, most I was happy for my teammates. I was happy to be out there regardless, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to take it for granted, the moment for granted at all. I wanted every moment to count. Whether I was popping on the sideline or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I did have hopes of playing that game, but I was nursing an injury. So mm-hmm. it was either you take this route, get hurt, you get out there and now everybody looking at you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, you say you got aspirations for yourself. Mm-hmm. That out there and made it something like that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I had coaches supporting cats who looked out for me didn't allow me to make that choice for myself. So I set out the last uh, two games. Missed that. And um, it was a different feeling in and out season that early. I never did that before, especially here. Um, it was more so of a, a humbling experience. I was happy when we was able to leave out the game with a win into the season on a high note. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was more so of a, I felt like I had accomplished something. You know what I'm saying? Like all of my works at Bowie State meant something. I did something for this program, and I walked off with high heads. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. Instead of anything, it was more so I was grateful to be here. Absolutely, bro. What What are some of the things that, um, because, you know, when you play football, it's a brotherhood. You know, like you establish mm-hmm. bonds that, that are unbreakable. You know, the, these are individuals that you spend a lot of time with, you know, so they become family. Um, so with this being your last season, you know, and and the season that gone has hoped. Um, because I think that it's a even though the record, you know, shows that Bowie didn't advance like they usually have, you know, it Bowie wasn't far off, you know, from from being right back at that championship game. You yeah, know, no. You know, so you talking about a twelve points and four games and four losses, you know, all combined just the twelve points. You know, so it was with all the changes that you guys went through, you know, you lost, you know, Coach Wilson, you know, got got hired, you know, went to Morgan State right after spring. You know, Coach Jackson stepped up, right? He did a marvelous job. Then right before camp was supposed to start, I think like a week before camp, you know, then um, Coach, um, Coach Reed was blessed with the opportunity to go and work with the uh, Washington Commanders. So then you had to find a new offensive coordinator right before camp started. So you guys started the season with a lot of adversity, but yeah, 
But the resiliency that you guys played with throughout the year, man, like you guys, y'all, you could tell y'all played for each other because nobody, nobody expected y'all to be where y'all were anyways. Y'all were already counted out. So I I commend y'all and I commend you, you know, for leadership that, you know, regardless of what the outside sayers and the naysayers were saying, you know, every week y'all went in with the expectation that we are supposed to win, regardless of who's lined up across from us. So when you when you look at it, like, so what are the things that, or what what are some of the things that you pass down to teammates who are still there, um, like, or or is there anything that you feel that you can pass to them, you know, any knowledge of over your time? just to give them a nugget of understanding, like, you know, hold on to this, you know, don't, don't let it waver. You know, what are some of those things that you have passed down? Um, well, me, I'm the type of guy, uh, pretty recently, and I was saying recently, as in the start of last year, prior to this year, uh, coming up in the season, before that season started. But I've been coming more of a old guy, not necessarily yelling and just uh, telling everybody what to do, how to do it. More so just having knowledge, just being an older guy around a younger, a younger group. We were a um, majority of underclassmen this year. So. And even myself, I was underclassmen, but it was more so uh, I'm the older guy, I've been here, experienced. I'm the only, I'm really one of two uh, guys who really started for the last three years, you know what I'm saying? Nobody else played. So it was like, I had to kind of control myself. So, um, every conversation I pretty much had was, either I'm joking around with my guys, I'm saying, kicking everybody in a good mood, or, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm still acknowledging them, you know what I'm saying? I never take a day for granted telling them something. Um, I don't care if it's, seeing you at the cast, you know what I'm saying? If I see you feeling some trouble, you know, I'm going to come up to you, talk to you, help you figure this thing out with you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the kind of guy I've always been. Uh, it's just been a little bit more because of the group I've been with. So I'm happy that I was able to meet those guys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, allow me to uh, open myself up to be uh, coachable, and to be a teacher, you know what I'm saying? Uh, helping young guys out, um, teaching them basically the way, you know what I'm saying? To being a championship player, having a championship attitude, championship mentality, championship, having a diet, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? And just teaching them how, teaching them everything I would have wanted somebody to teach me coming into college or in my second year, you know, trying to get started and get my foot in the dirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, anything I really can help with, like, you can ask any of the guys on my team that I've ever played with, guys from last year, anything. I do pretty much everything I can to try to instill a knowledge and being that motivational guy or even just telling you telling the truth for real. So, um, that's what I can kind of say I've been able to do as far as uh, being able to talk to my guys and give back and teaching things that I would have wanted to learn to teach me. Cool. And, you know, the game is changing, right? 
you know, you said, um, well, we know you've been a, a three-year starter, right? But with with things such as, you know, the transfer portal, right? Yeah. How how would you, as, as, a, as a former collegiate player, tell a younger guy to, 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 to look at that? Because on one hand, it could be a good thing. And on the other hand, it, it, you know, it's taken away from, you know, stuff that, you know, builds character. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like me personally, I don't know. I mean, I know Pitts feels a certain way too, but specifically for me, I feel like the transfer portal is the easy way out. You know, you might you might not be getting along with a coach, which, which is understandable. Y'all might bump heads, but mm-hmm. what about what about what it takes? To, you know, to mend that relationship, y'all build together and y'all get better together. Okay, what about like you know, you're just not as good as the guy that's ahead of you. Um, uh, we we gonna put it in a package for you. Just sit and wait your turn. Your time gonna come, right? Mm-hmm. Or or even or even just like you know, just you know, I I feel like it, it builds character. What are what what are your thoughts on the transfer portal? I know it can be good, but can you just speak on like how how you feel about it? All right, so um, I'm from a couple ways with this transfer portal thing. I mean, that I've had my fair share of experiences with it. Um, coming in, I was one of the first guys to really be an openly in the transfer portal. You know, that wasn't a thing per se. Like, guys would leave schools, you know what I'm saying, a transfer, but to make it a thing, you know, wasn't really a thing up until, like, probably 2018, 2019. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it was pretty much like, um, I would say, I don't really feel like it's a bad thing overall, but I will say it has uh, a lot of um, it's, it's a lot of poison in that transfer portal. As far as getting left in there, you can sit in there for a long time. You might not come out, and that's one thing that's not talked about. But that is not talked about why you can sit in there. Um, a lot of guys just try to push you away from being in the portal. We don't really tell you why not why it's a bad thing, why it can harm you. Or they don't even tell you why it's a good thing for you. They just tell you, you know what I'm saying, watch out for it. And then on both ends of it, I feel like the transfer portal could be a tool where it can really upgrade you and benefit you in your life. And it can also stress you out because you like to get headaches every day. You know what I'm saying? Sitting there talking to Coaches every day, um, just trying to find a job. You know, you sitting in there. I can take it from this standpoint. So, if we speak from a standpoint, like I can say it like this: So, say a coach, say a coach uh, has opportunities, you know, to have multiple jobs. You know what I'm saying, I feel like that's the same thing as a player having multiple opportunities to go to a school. I don't see the difference in character building where it's a job, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you don't go on the street till 11, 10 o'clock at night, you're not getting in. But you putting in work for your establishment, your organization the whole time, you know what I'm saying? That's a job. Right. Working for the university. I feel like you should have some type of leeway or just an opportunity to even be able to present yourself and what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like 
Um, you should be able to be in a place where you don't want to be and not be able to get out. Um, I don't feel like I feel like a lot of times guys are on a portal just because they can and those are the guys where I feel bad because they might get stuck. But it's a lot of guys who are in the portal who are going to help them, you know what I'm saying? There's guys in the portal who they need to be in the portal, but because guys that are in the portal really don't need to be in it because they are two, several, one, mm-hmm. they're getting overlooked, stuff like that. So it's perks and being in the portal is also time when you want to talk about how you can stay in that portal, how you may not be able to get out to say you can get all these offers, you can get 30 offers, right? But you don't have grades, so you didn't know that if you had to transfer all your credits over so you even be able to play. Now you're sitting up there, you can't even play. You sit up there for a year. They told you you're going to be able to come down there. Like, and coaches do a good job of hiding a lot of the rules, too. They get you down there and not say that you're not going to be eligible because of this rule such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like the only reason the transfer portal is a bad thing because it's not, it wasn't taught. Like, they're not teaching us about it enough. True. Uh, that too. That too, man. I just feel like a lot of people just jumping out there, man. And uh, Yeah, man. I mean, I, I feel like it's a good thing, man, but I just feel like it's a lot of hitting, hitting bad things with it too, man. You know, from, from it breaking up teams, to, to like you said, leaving people here. But go ahead, Pitt. So, I don't, I don't, I don't have an issue with the portal, right? My if if I if if a person goes in a portal like you were saying because you know they feel that they have afforded other opportunities, right? Because when you go in a portal, you're banking on yourself, right? So it's like saying I I demand I deserve better. For me, I'm cool with the portal. I just don't. I just don't like cats like Slavis. I'm going to just throw his name out there. You know what I'm saying? That was the quarterback for Pitt. This dude has been, and, and then JT Daniels. I'm sorry. JT Daniels and Slavis, both quarterbacks. JT Daniels now will be on four different teams. He's hit the transfer portal four different times. Right? I feel yeah. like for him, for players like him, I feel that it gives a black eye because for him, or Slavis, it's one of those situations whereas I'm either not happy here, we're not winning, so I want to leave. And in their situations, it then often appears from a from a perspective of watching that their character or their characteristics are when it gets hard or if it's not going my way, then I'm going to exit stage left. That is not the case for all students who enter the transfer portal. Other students enter the transfer portal because they feel that, you know, especially if if you're if you're a junior, if if you're a sophomore or freshman wide receiver and you know you got five wide receivers in front of you and they're all juniors, you know what I'm saying, and maybe one senior, you already know that your chance of hitting the field is slim. So if so that is different from waiting your time in that situation because by the time you know you get to be on the field, you're you're almost a senior yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you're not really you're not really going to be able to see the time that you should get or that you feel you should be seeing because of the depth chart. 
and how many people are playing at your position and how many people are already ahead of you because of where your year and how long they've been there and the notoriety and those, those sorts of things. So, but I feel that let's, let's, let's take Jonathan Ross, for example, Jonathan Ross hit the transfer portal. Jonathan wasn't, you know, he wasn't in this uh, disarray with Bowie state or anything like that. He felt he had a better opportunity with the level of performances that he was putting together that he bet on himself to say, you know what? I won championships you know, so let's 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 take it up a notch, you know, to where he was afforded the opportunity to go to University of South Florida. You know, so it was a stepping stone. So it, it, it was a door that was opening that opened because he hit the transfer portal. So mm-hmm. I believe there, you know, there are there are failures within the transfer portal, but there are also success stories. But in regards to what Push was saying about the uh, character or the adversity for me, uh, a uh, a student athlete such as JT Daniels or Slavis, to me, I don't see, I, I really can't judge their character. You know what I'm saying? Because we've watched them hit the transfer portal four years in a row. And it always was be either because they didn't want to sit and wait for the guy that was in front of them. But then when they were starters for each team they transferred to, they didn't agree with something. So to me, it appears that a player that hit the transfer portal that many times, it appears that they're running from something or it appears that when the times get hard, they can't withstand through it. That I always know I have this door, you know, to whereas back then you didn't have the opportunity as frequent. So I, I, that's just my take on it. Like I, I really don't have an issue with it. Um, I'm okay with it. I just think that I'm glad they put parameters on it. You know, because I think that, you know, when you just in the middle of a season can switch teams, I think that hurts the camaraderie of a team or the focus of a team or the direction of a team. But, you know, once the season is over, you know, and they have that window of opportunity, you know, it's fair game, you know, but understand, like you said, you know, there's some there's there's some pros, but there's also some cons. But, you know, one of the things that you said So one of the things that you said that stuck out to me, though, was you said that players can get stuck in the portal. Can you like kind of elaborate to our audience more about what do you mean, like how they can get stuck? Is it ever a situation where a player enter a portal? Can they always just revert and go back to the place that they left? All right. um, I can speak on that from experience. So luckily me, I was in the portal. I was able to go back to the school. Uh, where I uh, originally left from, so um, I had an opportunity to go back to Maryland. Yeah, I was about to say, was that Maryland? Yeah, okay, that was Maryland. Yeah, I had an opportunity to go back um, for a couple of reasons I did, uh, but I also uh, was in a portal twice and I came back to Boise twice. So um, that's all up to your coach. You know what I'm saying? The relationship you have with your teammates, you know. Uh, ministries, uh, coaching staff, your head coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, every school is not going to always accept that. Um, and just have open arms like that for you to come back when you decide to do something like leave your, uh, you're leaving your university. Um, a lot of students don't know once you enter the portal, like, you lose your scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of what um, semester you're in, what phase of school you're in, like, you lose your scholarship. 
pretty much anything that covers a scholarship once you enter that portal until you pick another school. So unless you're on financial aid or already paying out of pocket, like your money is gone once you do that. So that time span you waiting all day to try to get into a school, like times can be up like real quick. So that's why I'm saying you can get stuck in this, end up sitting a whole year and being nowhere. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm telling guys like if you're a guy that's coming up from high school right now, if you have offers, like, go ahead and take them off. Like, go ahead and commit, find you a good school, go to, you know what I'm saying, get in, get in good. And if you don't get it, if you don't have them offers right now, like, you need to go get them. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you're well equipped. Make sure you're mentally strong, physically. You can endure all the options that come with being a Division One, Division Two football athlete anywhere, you know what I'm saying? JUCO, it don't matter. Like, once you enter that next phase of football after high school, uh, it's more so you got to have, you got to be able to think, you got to be able, be able to make certain decisions fast. A lot of guys not going to wait for your turn. Like, you just got to be able to mature real quick, you know what I'm saying? So, that time span you were having that registry is not here no more because you got thousands of guys who've been in college for three years who's never played a down with four years of eligibility. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, coach is going to want that over a high school guy who don't know nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by guys who just stuck in this. And as far as being an upper class, you know, something that's transferring, being a grad transfer. Uh, the best way to transfer without any. Um, anything happening wrong is to be a grad transfer. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Um, pretty much, once you graduate, you can do whatever you want. So, okay. unless you sign like a contract or something, it's Nike, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not Nike. It's a school. Once you graduate, you get to leave. You can go to another school. You know what I'm saying? And that's good on everybody. You did the quality, you did what you had to do at this university. You earned the right to eat. You know what I'm saying? And regardless, even if you didn't graduate yeah, some guys just have been afforded the opportunity to be able to choose a different destination. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's all I can say about that. That matter. Right, and then so you so you brought up Nike. So I'm gonna go into because I got a question about you know like sponsorship. So mm-hmm. congratulations on your on your NIL deal. Uh, you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and plug them? Go ahead and plug them real quick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I got a def- I got um, probably two little uh, shirt lines out right now. Hoodie lines. My first one I just got signed to was Brown Boy Nation. That's the graphic tee. Um, the gravity visions I've seen, I posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is with the canvas monument. Have you ever heard of that? No, nah, what's what's that? Uh, it's basically a group that got together from um, a whole bunch of different colleges around the um, world. And they're basically doing NIL deals for athletes, um, guys with high profile on social media, basically just helping uh, build your own brand, kind of. You know what I'm saying? They make little jerseys for you and stuff. Put your name and numbers on it. Everybody can buy words for games and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Can you speak on how like it's, a, it's affecting you and how it's helping you? 
or how it's not helping you, man. I mean, it may not be helping some people. It might be helping some people. But can you can you just speak on how you know how you feel about your situation and how you how how it's helping you or how it's ex- helping you to expand your brand, the Boom brand, and things like that. Um, for one, I can say a lot of people don't know, not people, a lot of athletes don't know that you have to be tactics when you're doing these NIL deals. So if guys not actually for W9, the thing like that, as far as doing tactics with these NIL deals, like kind of give you side money and tell you, here, go post this. Like, it's not, it's not legit. Uh, this is actually probably, I think, the second or third year. And I had this been a part of the NCAA or something like that. So, um, it's new, but everybody's pretty much getting used to it. Um, the new modernized college football. So, I would say NIL deals can be kind of iffy. Just make sure they are legit. And I feel like anything boosting your brand in the right light is positive. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, just make sure, like, the brand that you're representing is something that you want to represent yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was saying. Like, it, it can hurt some people. Just make sure, you know, it's putting you in the right light. You know what I'm saying? Make it, make it sure it's something that you would want your kids to rock or something that you could present to your kids. That's what I was saying. Like, it can hurt some people because some people can pick the wrong thing from, you know what I mean? So... Let's go ahead and transition to your future, man, which is bright, which is, you know, ahead of you. Um, if you can just give a little bit about what your preparation is now um, since you declared for the NFL draft. Um, well, pretty much, um, probably I took two weeks off physically. Um, I would say even a day after the game, and then my my uh, preparation started for this guy. Um, I've been able to be around some real knowledgeable people when it comes to the NFL. So I would say I've been learning a lot. It's pretty much um, doing a lot of uh, cognitive skills. And I would say I would do a lot of kinesthetic stretching. Um, I do a lot of light lifting right now. I'm just trying to get ready in football shape. I've been kind of changing my diet for a while, probably for the last two, three weeks. Just kind of um, mold myself to be what I want to be, going to these bowl games or showcases and stuff like that. So I'm pretty much been a a go for this. So every day I do something. Every day I do something kind of looking towards being in preparation for this draft. So I'm about to sign to my agency, I think, in a week and a half. I haven't picked between the two, but I probably sign in a week and a half or two. And, um, from there, it's pretty much been built. So um, I'll be going to one of my first showcases, I think, the first week of January, and then I'll end it off in February with the HBC Legacy Bowl. Um, so pretty much everything's been planned out. Um, I plan on going to train in two, three weeks as well. So, um, it's, it's been a go. Everything that I've been doing has been beneficial to me. 
I've seen a project already. And I've just been kind of being patient. You know what I'm saying? Like not trying to think too high, not too low. I've just kind of been neutral. If if you can, um, what are? I'm sorry. Go ahead, push. Go, go ahead, bro. I'll, I'll swing it after you. If if you can describe the feeling, um, once you declared, like, how did that feel? Like, man, I, I'm I'm. I'm pretty sure excited is a word, but like, like what were your emotion like? How, like emotional, mental, physical, like just how did that feel? Because you know, as a kid, this is a lot of things we talk about, especially in our community. You know, when we playing football, our our dreams as a kid, regardless of what sport you play, is you know we want to make it to that top, whatever professional league that is. And for you to, you know, align yourself in the way that you have you are able to reach that dream that you've had. How, like just, can you just, uh, you know, give an example or, you know, how did that feel, man? Uh, I would say, I was not so much excited, but I'm kind of ready. You know what I'm saying? It's something that I've been working for for a long time. Like, it's not really um, that exciting to me. It's not in that we I'm here, you know what I'm saying? I'm not working for it anymore. Um, I waited for it for a long time. I was excited to be able to post something like that. But I would say I'm just ready to work, you know what I'm saying? I was being able to um, have the thought that I could take care of my family, my mom, and be like, it got me on go, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm happy for myself. Uh, I do celebrate myself, uh, my accomplishments, I believe, and things like that. But right now, I'm kind of in a mindset where uh, I don't want to take any breaks or take too many celebrations to where I'm losing focus on what I need to be doing. So I pretty much just been focused, you know what I'm saying? I would say as opposed to being excited. What are What are some of your goals you have for yourself once you're drafted? Maybe within your first two years, what are what are some of your major goals that you have for yourself? As far as football, yeah, I mean it could be yeah, yeah. Once you're drafted, so once you're an NFL player, what are some of your major goals that you have planned for yourself, or maybe it's for your family? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to see where your where your head's at, bro. Um, well, I plan on coming and dominating uh, from jump. You know what I'm saying. God willing, I get the opportunity to come and start, or even just get the opportunity to play a little bit my my rookie year. I plan on just kind of executing any opportunity I get, just because you know what I'm saying like, I work hard. And that's what I've shown my whole career. I don't expect anything uh, different in the NFL. Um, just kind of enhance a little bit more, a little bit faster, game a little bit faster. So. It's just all about adapting. That's what I've been doing kind of my whole career. A lot of things I went through help me to be able to do so. So uh, I plan on going over high hopes. You know, like probably working it a week a couple times. Give me a couple of Pro Bowls out of my career. You got to talk it. You got to talk it into it. You got to put it in the universe. You got to pray about it, bro. It's going yeah, to every day. You know? It is more so. Uh, kind of changed my prayers up. It's more, I don't ask for uh, the opportunity to get there. 
know what I'm saying? Things it's here, it's in my hands now. It's really pretty much here. I can wake up tomorrow and be in a facility tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? So it's just more so I will. I'm praying that when I do get there, I know what to do and how to do it, you know what I'm saying? I got the tools that I need to maintain and be consistent in my name. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen for you, man. And uh, this is just an important question I, that I wanted to ask you, man, because I just wanted to implant this seed in your head, man, because, you know, um, a lot of young brothers get in the league and they don't have no concept of, like, um, money management, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so during your rookie contract, um, do you plan on taking like any money management courses or or do you have somebody you even tapping into now like an accountant or a money advisor in your corner that can help manage you for your future uh, you know future finances you know what I'm saying yeah yeah that's something that I've been doing so probably since my that's what I was my first year in college I've been a financial aid classes. I said financial aid, financial advising classes. Um, just kind of getting ready for this this moment right now, kind of. Um, I do have certain financial advisors as far as uh, family, friends, and that's that they help me with things like that. But that's pretty much already been in the works as far as my rookie contract. I don't plan on really spending my own. NFL money until my third, fourth year. And that's going into investment. So, mm-hmm. you must train on being kind of civilized with my money. You know what I'm saying? I'm being kind of stay down with it until I, you know, want to do what I want to do with my money. So, um, I got a plan. Uh, it's going to work. It just matters getting there, being there. That's all I wanted to hear, man. Aaron, you, you, you said you got a plan, man. I, I believe in you, fam. Like a lot of young brothers just go in, uh, you know, with, with, with no plan at all, man. And that's that's a plan for disaster, you feel me? Like we it done it done happened too many times and I and I, I don't wanna see that happen to you, man, especially because this is a blessing, man. You know, we, we gotta that, and that's how we gotta look at it, man. This is a blessing. Everybody don't get here or, or, or even get this opportunity. So that's how you gotta, you know. That's how you gotta look at it. That's how you gotta come at it, and that's how you gotta carry yourself, man. And sometimes, you know, you gotta be, you gotta say no. You feel what I'm saying? You know where yeah. I'm coming from with that. You, you got, you gotta be able to say no, bro. You know what I'm saying? You might hurt somebody's feeling, but they'll get over it. You know, it's yeah. all about you and, and your plan and your goals and what you got set for yourself. You know what I'm saying? With it. Well, like you know. Well, listen, man. We are grateful for your time, man. We are grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. It kind of up a little bit. We're, we're grateful for this time. We're grateful for this opportunity. We're grateful for you just sitting down speaking with us. We appreciate the relationship that has been built yep. since April. Uh, we value right. you. You know how we feel about you. You know, we fit your family for us. You know, anytime you need, want to talk, vent, et cetera, anything, we're always here for you. But again, 2023 NFL draft prospect, Bowie State Zone, Raymond. Raymond. Boom. Boom. Hey, hey, yes. hey, hey. 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 Hey.
hey, before we let him go, too, we are going. We are having a piss and push anniversary event coming up soon. We planted it now. We would love to have you there, man. And we'll keep you posted on that. And also for the fans as well, we'll be posting about the party or anniversary event coming soon. Big things coming for PMP STR. That stands for Piss and Push Sports Talk Radio. We thank all the fans that's rocking out for us. We thank all the followers that's rocking out with us. We thank all the coaches. And most importantly, we thank Bowie State, Morgan State, Robert Morris University for allowing us to do what we do. And we out. Piss and Push. Sports Talk Radio. Sports Talk Radio.